Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight, we will be talking about Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Enjoy. You have no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast, the Movie Crew Podcast. We're your host. I am Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jerry Callen. Good evening, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and again, uh, we also have with us Mike Griggs. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> again, it's everyone, you can't, you can't ask the same question every time. Uh, <laughs> we also have Waheed Alkalazmi. Hey, man. And Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I've been leaving my I've been leaving my hello hellos because Kristen uses them now. So you see, you see what I, I just I, it just sounds much better for me. I'm sorry, Wahid. Okay. Right? I am just you know. Speaking no one is disagreeing truth. with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, makes me a gentleman, kind of like Mitch Brenner, Brenner or whatever his name is. <laughs> Does anybody yeah. else think that he that, that he looks like he's the love child of um, of uh, Robin Williams and uh, Jim from The Office? <laughs> Holy Hold shit. up! Wait, are you talking about yeah. Rod Taylor? You talking the the main actor? Yeah, yeah, man. I can see the Robin Williams. Maybe I mean, looks, yeah, but, yeah. But, but, okay, so yeah, especially in the mouth, chin area, Robin Williams. But in the yeah. eyes, hairline area, we got Jim from The Office. Long face. Expressive. Wait, holy shit, dude! Wait, okay. he was he was Winston Churchill in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Oh, dude, was he? What the fuck? I don't think he wow. had that many lines. He was, uh, he just, wasn't he just kind of like over in the corner of the room, quiet? Yeah, but he like pointed <laughs> and whatever, like nodded his He's head. He's like, but still, yeah, man, I'm still here making a paycheck, film, everybody. Bro. Come on, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Tarantino was like, you know, he was fucking jerking off on set, like, oh my god, yes, I got the guy from Birds. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, he was. The oh, yeah, Birds. I would be, I would like, be yeah. yeah. I'll be overjoyed. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Continuing Alfred Hitchcock August here, the mm-hmm. second second movie. Uh, is this the first time you guys seen this? First time yes. I've seen it. No, I've seen it many times. Oh, Same. there we go. Actually, Kristen and I have a story about that because I was the president of the film society, uh, the film club in high school, 
and I needed to buy uh, all this new shit for us. So I threw a, a fucking uh, movie night, and it was a Halloween night. And uh, I even cut a trailer and all that stuff. And I showed this film and Princess Bride, and we made like four hundred bucks. And I was able nice. to buy the projector we needed, so we can like fucking project movies in the middle of the theater. It was awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> but it's a your, great night. Your second film was the. Princess Bride? Yeah, you know. Halloween, it bro. It's a fun. It's you, you know, know. It's it's fun. You gotta bring. See, you gotta market, bro. You gotta, you gotta bring in. I don't know. It's high school kids. We sold the pizza. <laughs> Brian, shut up. High school kids. I do not have the movie intellectual whatever fucking forte that you have in movies. Okay. It's guys, like, sit down. We're gonna we're gonna sit down and watch yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Your fucking minds are gonna be blown, guys. It's gonna be Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh, yeah. then Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they will they will definitely let me show that in school. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that combination either, actually. Oh, awesome. no. That's, that, that's back in the day when people programmed things for other people. And it's like you can go in and it's it was curated. You don't have to, exactly. You don't have to worry about what the fuck I'm watching that night. There's something to be said about uh, taking taking choice out of the equation and just being like, no, this is what I'm going to watch because we're doing it as a group. Yeah. It's kind of what's what? fun about this podcast. If yeah. you've never watched Alfred Hitchcock, do it with us. Come yeah. on. Yeah, for sure. I can, I can tell uh, how much we talked about the movie already. You guys are, are very en- enthusiastic about this one. Yeah, right? Not really, Brian. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but I will say, I will say, I will say that yet again, Hitchcock surprises me. Not at all what I was expecting. I was expecting, mm-hmm. you know, the fucking birds, you know, but I didn't didn't get that. Um, I got some really pretty shots. Uh, I got a crazy ass girl driving crazy in a cool car and some pretty shots. The An beginning. Aston yeah. Martin. Yeah. That for some reason the license nice plate still said car. like fifty six on it, but this is like well after sixty three. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's vintage, bro. Even then, you don't have to update. You don't have to update your license plates back then. When your daddy owns the newspaper, no, apparently you don't. No, oh, man. yeah, you own the town. Do whatever bitch. you want. Yeah, exactly. it's a badass car, and she drives like like a fucking bad out of hell, dude. <laughs> I love how the birds lean as she like. Yes. Burns. Oh yeah, that is that a is great, so great shot. Oh, yeah. oh, you talking about the love birds in the front seat? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> with all the sound effects of the screeching rubber with every single turn, and they're still leaning. And... Hell yeah. But, the, but really. those wide shots were gorgeous. Uh, yeah. There's oh, some yeah. really pretty setup stuff in this. Uh, there is a lot of pretty setup stuff in this. You don't think so, Brian? Like, it's all natural daylight, but they're shooting at the right time, you know? Man, it's... okay, so I have a little bit of problem with how Alfred Hitchcock shoots in this time period, um, where he goes back and forth between, like, in the same scene, like, um, where the close-ups are done on a, on a soundstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's bad. And yeah. then, like, all the wide shots are actually on location, and when they switch back and forth and they're cutting back and forth in the same scene, it's extremely fucking jarring. Well, it is very jarring. It, you know, the, the car sure. ones didn't bug me as much, but uh, but the ones where her, like, process shot, uh, like, on the boat, you know, where where, where she's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be reacting whilst driving the boat what is, yeah. like, laughable. Uh, I've never seen anyone be so glamorous while uh, driving a boat. <laughs> Oh, I am. Honestly, it comes naturally to a lot of people, so I feel like you just need to expand. Oh, yeah, Jared, I guarantee you if Kristen was driving a boat, she would be dressed like that. It would be you, a- what I'm saying is yeah, I, I, yeah. I found I found this the concept of shooting these shots the way that they were shot is just yeah. it was like it's kind of funny. Maybe it's the first the first time on film ever that we've had like uh, such clean boat driving shots of a tiny little you know, yeah, you know, fishing boat. <laughs> maybe you know, maybe you just get a little older. You kind of don't want to be on location you know? as All much. You know, you kind of. What is that? Yeah, you kind of want to stay on stage. Yeah. <laughs> so all these, all these cutting back and forth from from 
the real world into the studio. Is that just because Hitchcock didn't like actually shooting on location? Hated so location. Okay. Absolutely it's hated also, it. Anytime he could shoot in a soundstage, he would. To the point to that the he builds every single one of his sets, like recreates copies just so he can shoot scenes on the stage instead of just continuing in the day. Control, baby. Control. Yeah. Yeah. See, most of it's just plate stuff. Like they're shooting them with that soap, okay, sodium sure. va- vapor, uh, sodium vapor uh, fucking matte process yellow, that they came with. Yellow yeah. screen. <laughs> yellow screen. Yellow screen. Man, that's fucking but brilliant. This is actually white, though. Uh, it is. It's it's a, it's a it's a there's some smart motherfuckers back in the day, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, that that finding different like hues that the film doesn't pick up that doesn't interact with the standard colors that they use. It it, it gets super. Yeah. In See, depth. why can't why can't they fucking do that now with digital camera? Like no one has been able to recreate the way they did that with the prism on that. Yeah, well, to where you that was that was camera. a difficult just... process in the first place. There was apparently only one camera that was even able. To do it in yeah. the first place, That's and no one has ever been able yeah. to figure out how to do it. Like, what, what, what the fuck does that mean? Like, did some aliens drop it down? Like, here's technology. <laughs> that, was part of, that was part of the no. Roswell thing. They were like, and yeah. <laughs> how to do sodium vapor yellow screening? <laughs> no, <laughs> they, for you. Oh you no know, way! This is amazing. They had some of those <laughs> cameras. Figure it out, man. Hey, no, they, they had some of them Sony? actually in Britain. Uh, they just only had one in the United States. Uh, okay, it was at Disney. Sense. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like there was only one camera in the entire world, and if it breaks, we're all fucked. I think it was developed in Britain, though, so, you know. Yeah, it was. Damn. Something movie-related was developed somewhere else? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was all America, bro. It is. It is. We don't talk about that, Waheed. (laughs) (laughs) If you got a better idea, we're just going to buy it from you. (laughs) Yo, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? That's kind of like goes back to the whole thing, to the whole film. Man, that introduction scene was not cute at all. That was like, that's no Grace Kelly yeah. Oh, you're talking about when she's walking in San Francisco and then no, goes no, into that the was that was beautiful. Or? No, no, that's that's beautiful. The, the introduction scene between the two of them with Where the love their bird little situation. argument with the bird. Yeah, yeah, and thing. just like I don't know, man. The plot line. I'm like, first of all, she's super fucking creepy. Like, why the yeah. fuck? dude? Oh, yeah, like, man. And that's not 2020 eyes. That is <laughs> 1950s eyes. If I sat down with my grandma, my grandma would be like, that's fucking weird. Why is that bitch doing that? Dude, the whole dude, first like, like 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. This chick Dude, is when creepy. he turns around, what? when he turns around and sees her, and he's got the binoculars, and he gets a smile on his face, I'd have been like, "What the fuck?" fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, "Yo, are you here to kill me and murder my family? Like, what the fuck are we doing?" You know, like, I feel like I feel like the whole thing is set up. First of all, yes, it's creepy. I'm not trying to say it's not, but I feel like the whole thing is set up though as like she's just some bored rich girl, and that is why she has all the time, and that's why she's doing it. And it just kind of is a prank that got out of hand. I mean, the whole first scene just sets up that she likes to play pranks on people. And no, I I get what you're saying, and I understand that. But what the fuck does that have to do with the fucking story? <laughs> they could have been fiance. And they lived in San Francisco, and she just, you know, this is her first time meeting the mother. And so she'll still have to do everything, which is walk around the town, introduce the audience to the issues. Her being a rich girl and coming over to him and finding and going to find where his sister's fucking teacher is. And it's so creepy. Yeah. It's creepy as town, The whole town just allows people just to be creepy. They're like, like, I want to find out. Okay, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Yes, it's creepy. Again, it's super creepy. But I think it, I actually, I don't think it would have worked if they, if, if they were like engaged or or like had known each other. 
part of what makes it extra creepy and and for her as well and for the audience as well is that she is a stranger she is in this town and she is going to the teacher and she is going to the postman and so there's this weird there's like such a weird dynamic because she doesn't know anybody i know she, but kristen kristen that, that that doesn't make sense because you know uh they fucking start when after the kiss they the, every time they're kissing they're like they look like they've been together for 50 years you yeah. know they're treating okay, it like I mean, it's look, a relationship when so it's you like go if you're gonna treat it like, like a relationship <laughs> you know no there's definitely no, some trauma that. bonding in this yeah. for it's sure. a lot of trauma bonding okay <laughs> yeah she stopped him and then you know like what the fuck like well, no it's, it's just what i'm saying is it's just like, it's not it wasn't needed like her being not with him beforehand wasn't needed that's dumb they could have still done everything show the trip I don't know. show everything uh uh learning about the you know the past love relationship she could still do that she could have still done all of that as the fiance that's coming to town for the first time to meet his mom yeah i don't know i like the fact that she's just some stranger and she's just like walking into town and everyone's like who's this bitch and there's such <laughs> weird dynamics going on between her and the teacher and the mom the sister just kind of adopts her but like everyone else is just like who is this like weirdo and i don't know i kind of like that i think it plays into the whole creepiness of the whole movie but they're all very open with her though it sets up the dread though, right? Because the whole right, time you're like, yeah. wait, why is this happening? Like, this shouldn't be okay. And it totally sets up. I love also the the scene with all of the, it's like a Facebook conversation in real life, the, the, uh, at the restaurant and the oh, woman hell yeah. screaming, oh, like, my God, it was- you're so <laughs> evil. Like, this is all your fault. <laughs> this oh, didn't yeah. happen until you came to town it's your fault I, that weird awkward pause before Man. where they walk in and they, they just let it like live before that woman steps out and goes I totally know. mental on her yeah that was that that's good that, Dude, that, that, that payoff on that was fantastic that slap yeah. that bitch slap was awesome <laughs> it was went, oh. it's so tight and centered and you know yeah yeah it is good and the bird the bird doctor's over in the corner she won't even turn around and look at her yeah. <laughs> she's so ashamed it's like yes yeah, right don't make eye contact However, Man. however, they like do something with whatever the way that this is shot and colored. Anybody who has blue eyes, they look like they're glowing. They're they're, they're like extremely vibrant, at least on the version I was watching. I I really oh, didn't yes. notice. I didn't notice it either. Like that creepy little kid, uh, the you know the 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 sister or whatever. You know oh. her her eyes look like they're glowing, and then especially in that close up where the woman gets slapped, um, she's got a really interesting colored eyes. There's like some reds and and dark colors in there man i wasn't yeah. even looking at the daughter the the little boy actor was so fucking terrible whatever the his fucking line is is like bobby are the birds gonna eat us I'm just like god damn oh man yeah <laughs> get a yeah. different yeah. kid so 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 like <laughs> what the fuck and how the fuck and why it's alfred hitchcock like dude i mean like i, I just i don't get it you don't I mean, get what he's done way better it's a shit. trauma film of the time <laughs> okay like i don't know it just like, it's not a, a trauma film of like, the like, time. Like, no, i'm just why, making a why, joke why, it's why, just... why did he pick this film like to make because he didn't write it so like why? because of the complicatedness of doing it probably just to see if he could actually do it is after psycho psycho was like his biggest box office hit and everybody knew who fucking alfred hitchcock was he had his tv show on television at the time that was it I forget what it was. It was Alfred Hitchcock Presents, and then he did the Alfred Hitchcock Hour. Those are both before this movie. So, I mean, he was he was famous, and I'm sure he was feeling a little bit of pressure. How do you upstage Psycho? How do you make something better than that? What's the next thing? And that, this is actually the first time, and uh, you go looking through his filmography, that he took more than eight, one year off. 
He only took like uh, I think thirty three, fifty two, and fifty seven are the only years he, that Alfred Hitchcock didn't put a film out since nineteen twenty five, and this wow. was a three yeah. year break. Wow! So you, I don't know. I think he was kind of feeling it then, you know, like feeling creative pressure then. Damn. But he was also, I think, maybe I'm guessing. Let me put it that way. I would guess that he also had a little bit of like pride in himself because. I was reading some stuff about them saying like, oh, let's get Cary Grant for the, the lead role. And he was like, no, no, my name and this concept of the birds is enough for people to come and watch it. Yeah, actually, he wanted Grace. Originally, Grace Kelly was supposed to be in it, too. And then he cast these two. I think he saw them in like a television commercial and he was like, they'll do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Tippi Hendren was in like a Pepsi commercial or something like that. Yeah. Uh, little, yeah, I mean, it yeah. shows, dude, that dedication and talent that they had really shows in a fucking Alfred Hitchcock film memorialized in fucking life because it's Alfred Hitchcock. You know, dumb, you know, motherfuckers are going to watch this like 100 years from now. So, Oh, yeah. And you, like, you, you say they're going to sit back and just marvel at that Tippy Hedren performance. And they're like, oh, oh my yeah. God, this is amazing. I was, I was <laughs> seriously <laughs> shocked. I was expecting something really good. And then the whole yeah. time I was, I was floored with this. Everybody talks about this movie and I was... I mean, I, I see the merit of it with 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 all the special effects they're doing and and everything, but man, it's it's got some spectacular scenes, man. It's got some scenes that does. you it's you pretty, watch. It pretty, does that are just like tough. really stand out. But as a whole, it's like <sighs> I think it's I I don't know. I love the movie. I think it's really great as like a creepy Halloween movie. It's something I watch every year. I, really? Is it? Really? Yeah, yeah. I love it. I I think it's I think it's so interesting. I also love the characters. They're all like very mysterious and standoffish but like they're also very haunted and i think it's like very fitting that mm. this all happens to all of them and again I, I i'm gonna go back to the restaurant scene you have such an amazing cast of characters in there and they're all yelling and that old woman who like works with birds while uh while tippy's on the phone with her father who like doesn't believe her and he's like that's nice honey um, <laughs> but, like educating He's like, let me let me explain to you the difference between blackbirds and crows. I don't know. I, and, and you have like the guy like shouting Bible verses. It's the whole <laughs> the, thing. The world's it's gonna just, end. Yeah, <laughs> like the whole job. thing is so creepy, and you you don't really understand what's going on. No one knows what's going on, and it's just like everyone's just kind of panicking in this chaos. The only thing I really don't like is uh, all of the you know the the bird murders because that seems i don't know uh well the first one the first one with the pecking out of the eyes i thought that, that was, was nice. that shit was pretty that intense was awesome, actually okay. yeah. when, was when the cool. mom and it was walked, quiet when they did it i love that when the mom yeah. walked in and she looks around the kitchen and, and you have all of the china hanging from its spot but it's broken yeah like oh that, that was great dude that, that was beautiful. great that like callback from like just what two minutes before where all of her yeah. china was broken and she was just cleaning it up that was yeah. oh, dude, oh see i just like the way that. the camera kind of pops there that was yeah. great that, yeah. that scene is spectacular because you, you can see the mom and it's just you know they're, they're yeah. talking back in the background and the cops like oh yeah blah well really birds man come on now what do you want me to do about the birds and it she's, yeah. they're just focusing the entire time on what melanie is looking at and that that's yeah. great i understand what hitchcock is doing with that shot like she's walking into the house and they're 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 giving that broken china when the mom's coming in to see the farmer to let you know that the birds were in there so i guess she would have a reason to go back to the bedroom yeah it's just weird that it's just the china and nothing else is fucked up in that room yeah but it's so cool it's just so bizarre 
Oh, it Who works. cares? It, it plays. Works. It plays really well. I was like, oh, I like that. And then, and then when she actually goes in the room and she sees the eyes pecked out, there's no score there. It's it's silent. There's no score yeah, in I the like, whole movie. There's no score in the movie. Wait, 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 really? Yeah. It's just all well, bird sounds and drones. I definitely. Well, there there was nothing there. I guess is what I mean. There was yeah, it was there. very no quiet sound. and ominous for sure. It makes, you, it makes you fall asleep 15 times while you're trying to watch it. <laughs> Dude, no doubt. This is not a one sitting film. <laughs> yeah, it took it took me twice to get through it. That's what I was doing at the office uh, when oh, really? we got there today. I was I, uh, finishing out the, the last half hour of it. It's my fourth try. You, you looked I pretty beat when I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> I still am pretty fucking beat. Yeah, that felt, took, a, took out a lot in me, man. I tried to watch it last night after a, after a few rounds of Warzone, and uh, I just couldn't make it into it. But And I was appalled at like how, how the... It, it had felt like I had been watching it for 45 minutes, and I looked up, and it had only been 26 minutes. Um... Uh, just <laughs> all of that build up, you know, to the like, like, like just Brian and I were even talking like it, you don't even know what the woman's job is. Like you're like the whole time you're questioning, like who, she doesn't who she? really have a job. They don't know. Like they don't, well, know, like, they don't tell you maybe, anything. Like, her, her yeah. purpose. No, they like, do. Like, she you tells know, you her schedule. She, she has a whole she has a whole like thing about it. Yeah, well, yeah, but like that's that's scene. that's all the way like forty minutes into the movie. That's on the yeah. beach scene, man. <laughs> like that. That's like yeah, when they're no, having. It is. It's 40 minutes in because he's like, do you even have a job? And she's like, how dare you? Yeah. I take classes on Tuesday. <laughs> that, that's right before the first bird attack, you know? So it's like we're getting your backstory like 40 minutes into the movie. That's I think that's why, like, I don't no, like no, these well, fucking okay. characters, man. I fucking no, hate them. They're smug. I, I just don't like them. You see, that, that's why my idea is fucking perfect. If they were fiancés and they didn't do that, there is no that reason for standoffish, <laughs> and then they could have been, like, fucking nice to each other. Yeah, but other, then you, you lose know. all the conflict. No. Look, what? So no, you lose explain, all her creepiness. Let me explain this to you. This clearly has gone over your heads. Okay, so here's what's happening, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, so they're just fucking with each other from the very beginning. As the movie progresses, they're kind of like, oh, wait, I might actually want to know something about you. What's your name again? Didn't I see you in the paper? Weren't you naked in Rome? Like, tell me about, tell me about you. And so, like, the movie is like, when they first got out, no, there's no relationship. They're just bickering back and forth. There's nothing there. That's all it is. It's, it's as, yes, 40 minutes in, they're like, wait a minute. Maybe you're an interesting person. Maybe you have a brain. And then the birds attack, and then, like, it's it's over from there. Yo, but that fucking comedy. takes place over one day. That's fucking moronic. That, so can't, that relationship can't... We, no, it's no. First, first of all... I don't even no, think that's no. what the movie's about, though, right? It's yeah, not about exactly. him and her. It's about the no, mom, it's not. It's not. right? No. It, it, kid. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's about... Really look, weird. Tippi Hitchin wants a mother figure in the movie, right? Yeah. That's yeah, just no. what she wants, and the very last shot. What's the resolution at the end of the movie? Not yeah. that laser head she, on the she, shoulder. She, she holds her like a mom, and she kisses her, and like you know, <laughs> thank she, you, she mommy, and her then, into her family. Exactly right. <laughs> and then the mom's yeah. like, "Okay, look, yep. you're not going to take my son away. You're going to be part of my family." Oh, no, that's a fucking trauma. <laughs> that mom, right? That's creepy that as fuck. So creepy. She's like, "Let me be your sugar like, mama." Like the mom doesn't even love him. She's like, "Just don't leave me." <laughs> yes, yes, very creepy. I didn't understand it's, half of what came out of her mouth. <laughs> yeah, she she was pretty. Like she instantly, the first time you see her, she comes in and she's just wound up. Like she's she's this. Is yeah, she right. not? Like it's oh, just yeah. like out of nowhere. I saw you're your like, car what? in the parking like, lot. What yeah, are you doing like, in town? Whoa. What's well? What's happening? <laughs> How dare you leave the farm while I am away? Yeah. What is going I, was, I was hungry. I wanted to get a burger. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's clearly used to running off Mitch's girlfriends. Like that's just yeah. like very apparent. 
Except for the teacher who's been sitting there for four years. Except for the teacher who moved moved there. That that dude must have some moves because that lady's like, I'm sticking around for you, buddy. Damn. She's so hot, too, man. She's just hanging around doing nothing. Dude, she's hotter Uh, than the main actress. She's actually a better actress than the main actress. Absolutely. She should have started in the fucking movie. I think this is is the dichotomy of uh, Hitchcock, right? He's he's always going for the blondes instead of the brunettes. He's like putting the more attractive brunette in there. But no, the blonde is better. <laughs> Fuck you, Hitchcock. What? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, okay, so there's a lot of analysis. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, and I don't know that I subscribe to it, but there's a lot of analysis that Hitchcock doesn't like women, and so he always punishes them, and that was kind of what he did with Tippy here in this movie. Mm, was, I've that's heard why some she's of that. Like, now, where is that fucking coming end. from? Is that a scientific <laughs> study, or is that someone that just wrote a no, fucking No, there was a bunch no, of there's, books. There's a lot of articles books about this. And like I biographies. said, I don't think I, I agree with it at all, at all. Uh, but that is the running theory, is that Hitchcock hates women. I don't know if he hates women, but he he would so. he would have an asshole streak for sure. Like you know, uh, Vera Miles on uh, Psycho, she got like pregnant. She was going to be star in one of his movies before then. She got pregnant, and he got pissed at her, well, ruined her career, kept her under fucking contract, and would not let her star in other movies because she got fucking pregnant. I feel yeah. like there's more to that story. I feel like there's more there. I, you know, I'm sure she was a little difficult to work with as well. You know, but I, I mean, maybe not. Maybe he's a dick. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, t- Tippi uh, might be both. I don't mind. Yeah, her, her, I don't know. Her stories are, are problematic, and I don't know. Her life is problematic. <laughs> Wait, you kind of alluded to this. So, fill, fill, fill us in, please. Which part? The whole thing? Um, yeah, all of it. Because yeah. I don't know. Start at the beginning. Brian. Start at the beginning, please. <laughs> I'm very interested. No, um, you you mentioned before that Tippy had some serious allegations against Hitchcock, and I forgot until just now. So what? she, she um, did. She came out and said that uh, he tried to kiss her in a car in a limo in the back seat. And um, okay, when... so like Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> when. Uh... <laughs> When, uh... Sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to make light of sexual assault. I'm sorry. Uh, they make light of murder in this in this movie. They're yeah, like exactly. the whole family's laughing. Like the little girls, like, ah, oh, you know, you know, you know, you don't have to shoot somebody once in the head, you know. Yeah, apparently, like the bird attack too in the attic. Um, there were supposed to be a mechanical of birds used for that scene, and according to Tippy, uh, Hitchcock put some moves on her, and she just walked away from him. You know, didn't want to deal with it, and uh, as punishment, he decided to use real birds for that scene, and they threw real birds at her. Now that sounds yeah. terrible, but if you actually like listen to the like the special effects people talk about it, I mean, it's like they're they were tied to her, like you know, their feet, yeah, so or the they birds were holding, couldn't get away. Yeah, or they were holding live birds like near her face is what they were. Doing. They were not throwing birds at the actress. That did not I happen. Saw some birds fluttering around. That looked real in, there was, in the shot. Yeah, there was a bunch of them that looked real. There was, yeah. Apparently, that scene took a week to shoot, and then uh, after That's they finished shooting it, she was she was stuck in the hospital for a week of just pure exhaustion because it, it was so emotionally and physically. Difficult. Did she get the bird flu? Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a little yeah, backstory. That's what I read about that. <laughs> Tippi Hitchin, like, uh, 10 years later, also made that movie Roar, where, like, so many crew member and cast members got mauled by light and, uh, lions. Uh, oh, and oh she, she, she can't say shit. So, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she, she attracts trouble, bro. 
Just don't work on her. On it's her like no, anywhere no, no, she no, goes, no, just no, animal that's things how she got it done. That's crazy. That, no, no, that's how she got it done. She was like, do you know what I went through making birds? <laughs> you get your fucking ass in there and you fight that tiger. <laughs> get it on camera, man. Get that focus ready. Roll! This is how we did it back in 63. Go, 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 go. <laughs> the animals will be fine. Ooh, that, that fear looks very real. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> we got Carol Baskin on the line. It's coming. It's coming. All right. She's just <laughs> Oh my God! Tiger King days. I totally yes. miss them. I oh, missed man. that part of that was an innocent time. COVID. I know. It was an innocent time. And with that said, uh, it's trailer time. I think so. I think, it's I, think we've, time. I think we've derailed. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna play the trailer for Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. We'll be back. How do you do? My name is Alfred Hitchcock, and I would like to tell you about my forthcoming lecture. It is about the birds and their age-long relationship with man. It will be seen in theaters like this across the country. In my lecture, I hope to make you all aware of our good friends, the birds. Theirs is a noble history, and through it all, man has played a conspicuous part. This cave drawing is one of man's earliest sketches of his feathered friend. One can see at once the loving care with which the artist depicted his subject. The story of man and his friends, the birds, is filled with many fine examples of ways in which these noble creatures have added to the beauty of the world. Take this plumed hat from the period of Charles I. How proud the birds must have been to have their feathers plucked out to brighten man's drab life. Here we have a later model, a refinement of the first. Here man, or rather woman, thought enough of the birds to have an entire one as a decoration. It's quite dead, of course. Naturally, the egg plays a very prominent part in my lecture. Not a word about which came first, however. I don't believe in dealing with controversial matters. Thousands of years ago, man was satisfied merely to steal an egg from a nest and use it for food. Now he has perfected this process by imprisoning each hen in a separate cage and by scientifically manipulating the lights so that she doesn't fall into the rut of the old 24-hour day. Thus, he can induce the bird to reach fantastic heights of egg production. Originally, there were many varieties of birds on Earth. Some have become extinct. The great auk, the passenger pigeon, and the famous dodo bird have all disappeared. Actually, they didn't exactly disappear. They were simply killed off. But of course, this is nature's way. Man merely hurries the process along whenever he can be of help. Man and birds have been responsible for a great many advances in our civilization. For example, the bird was the inspiration for the invention of gunpowder, and it was his speed that brought about the development of the shotgun. But man has not been unmindful of his debt to the bird. We have honored our feathered friends in many ways. We cage birds and show them off proudly in most of our zoos. And the turkey is traditionally our guest of honor at Thanksgiving. I suspect you never realize that if it weren't for birds, even some of our pastimes would suffer noticeably 
duck hunting, for example. Granted, bagging a fellow hunter can be diverting, but the supply is rather limited. I hope you don't mind if I have something to eat, but I'm rushed today. Planning the lecture has been most educational for me. I've begun to feel very close to the birds and have developed a real sympathy for our little... What was I saying? Oh, yes, I've come to feel very close to the birds and have come to realize how they feel when... I don't think I'll eat just now. Hardly proper with all of you here. Surely the birds appreciate all we've done for them. Don't you? Beautiful cage, fresh water, no other birds to bother you, none of that blinding sunlight. Oh! Now, why would he do that? Most peculiar. What on earth? Back. That was the trailer for Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Uh, or I guess no, that it was, was the, a trailer. That's the lecture for Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. <laughs> that was fun. You know, that was funnier than the movie. It was actually good. When, when, when I sat down <laughs> to watch this movie uh, last night, I sat down with a giant plate of... Uh, of, of chicken legs, chicken wings. Hell yeah. No, I had chi- I had chi- I, I got an air fryer, so I fucked up some like uh, chicken chicken legs in the air fryer. Can I see how that was? Nice. Uh, nice. But anyways, yeah, uh, eating bird while watching this movie. I think that that's the way you should do it. That way you can at least yeah. do, that way you can at least enjoy something while watching it. You can at least feel like you've contributed to the problem. You're exacting <laughs> revenge for what they do humans. <laughs> who's exacting who's revenge? Us fucking up them birds, man. It's like that guy that walks into the diner. He's like, just kill him. Kill them all. And Kill the lady's like, well, there's Why? like five billion of them in the U.S. and like a uh, hundred billion or something. <laughs> but it the seems numbers like it's only that happening. she throws out are just crazy. Well, it seems like it's only I happening mean, in that city, right? Like even though they're on the radio? Yeah. No, 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 no. Because they started amassing, if you notice, when she's in San Francisco. And then later on the radio, true, true. later on the radio, yes, it's mostly in the city, but... There have been sightings in a couple of other cities, mm. including what's the big one, Santa Rosa, wherever they're taking her to the hospital. Yeah, but yeah, that, right. that's just right nearby. But the question is, you do see them in San Francisco in that beginning shot. You're 100 percent right about that. She points them out, and she and when she goes in the bird store, all the birds are acting crazy. Does yeah. this lead credence to the woman in the restaurant saying that Tippi Hedren's character, Melanie Daniels, is the reason for all this? Are She's these the birds attacking Maybe. her? Well, no, because the the lovebirds don't get crazy. You know, well, they do. So they, the, the lovebirds, remember, um, there is a scene where they do start going crazy. And the mom, Lydia, is like, yeah. why are they doing that? Put them away. And she's, and the daughter is just like, oh, they're just lovebirds, mom. The, they yeah, do she, she a puts a white sheet on them. Yeah. yeah, the lovebirds do have a scene where they start acting up. Hmm. But also, so the first time I saw this, I totally thought it wasn't Melanie. It was the lovebirds. The lovebirds were cursed. And... Because that's the other thing, too, is when they try to escape, they're always like, well, let's just take these lovebirds with us. Yeah. And I was like, nope, that's not how you do it. You're supposed to be leaving the birds behind. <laughs> you are the lovebirds. You're the one stuck in the gilded cage. Go back to your gilded cage. 
Uh, I, okay, that is something. That trailer was awesome. <laughs> I, I didn't think about watching the movie, but I was reading that uh, Truffaut Hitchcock book, and they, they were talking about like um, how when Rod uh, Taylor's character, what's his name, Mitch, his character, yeah. he, he puts the the canary that gets loose back in the bird shop. He puts it back in the in the cage, and he says, "Oh, now back in your cage, Melanie Daniel." Right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's how you know they they know she recognizes that he she knows him. And right. Anyway, later Hitchcock uses that same imagery when she's in the telephone booth. And mm-hmm. I never put that together. Oh, that that's great. She's in the, she's in the cage yes. being attacked all around. Yeah. That's great. I totally dug that. I was like, okay, well, that's something I never that, even thought that, about. That, that is my favorite scene in the whole film. That thing, I loved it, man. The angles and the way he shot the fucking phone booth and just everything leading up there. Uh, even the whole, like... Uh, town yelling at the guy like don't throw your you know uh uh uh, uh whatever the matches like don't you know don't don't light your cigar like that whole scene man the way it was shot it was uh, i loved it like that is definitely my favorite scene through the whole film yeah and their hellbird sounds they don't sound like birds they sound like distorted hellbirds <laughs> um you know yeah they're <laughs> evil well, evil birds it's not just the sound but also like it's like in the last scene like when they lose power uh and so the lighting is like it's such a nice contrast but you also see the birds clawing at the doors trying oh, to yeah. get in oh i love that yeah those you can those, see the yeah. beaks coming so in vicious. yeah that's yeah. great that's super great <laughs> Those are just hammers with like beaks at the end. Good stuff in this. Film. And right yeah, before we should, that, we should talk about right that before, a yeah. Uh, well, uh, one, one, one last. <laughs> right before all hell breaks loose, um, there's like this like song that all the children are singing. Oh my yeah. god, like, the song that will never fucking yeah, end. Yeah, it, it's 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 like it's like the fifty. <laughs> Uh, it's like the the '50s version of uh, of the fucking song that doesn't end. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly rickety rackety skittity skittity. <laughs> I know, man. Fuck up. I, oh I, you know, I like that scene was, too because there was so much anticipation. Oh, the building yeah. and the anticipation was brilliant. Yeah. Every time she looks and there's more birds, and it's just like ah. The the, the birds on the on the jungle gym and all that 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 imagery is very very good, cool. It's and like, so and like, beautiful. Yeah, and and in the distance when they when they're going to the house uh, back to the school and you can see all the birds like they're on the roof and everything they, they do a yeah, lot man. of really cool stuff with that that just looks really really Dude, the, cool the, the kids running away from the school and the birds attacking them i'm yeah. sorry for that time Dude, that mat was awesome because they had no. That shit was intense, that. man. That was fucking. That was beautiful. that was really good. Yeah, and that was a beautiful shot too, man. Like I remember even when I was in high school and I was cutting the trailer for our little event, I used that shot because I've always <laughs> been like, that shot is an awesome shot. Like it's tracking with the you know, it, it's kind of like showing you geographically the the building in the background, it's showing you the threat coming towards the kids and the kids running away. And it just starts out so far away. There's so much negative space on the right, and it just fills it as it goes in. It's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's like, they tried very to do well that thought King out Kong. shit, man. They tried to do that in King Kong and failed. They tried to do that. What? It would seem. In, in, the, in the Peter Jackson King Kong. Yeah, it would seem. Oh, are you talking about the brontosauruses? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's bad. Well, look, that perspective is hard to get, right? So, Because you got a plate of actors that are running on a fucking treadmill. They're really in a fixed yeah. spot, right? And then you have a yeah. background plate, right, where the camera is moving independently. You have to make that match. And then on top of that, you have to get these birds that you shot in a fucking glass room right with that white screen with the yellow lights on in the background so you can key them out and you got to make them look like they're actually coming at the children in the right perspective finding just the frames that work yeah like that's fucking really hard that's insane that is that is fucking insane they had they didn't have playback back then 
It's not like they can take True. their iPhone out and take a picture <laughs> of the monitor. They're like, well, that was our last setup, you know. Uh, it's not like they can fucking toggle back and forth. Motherfuckers have to wait like a week for the shit to get developed and like. Oh man! Be able to fucking have uh, te- a technologically, and- it is it is very impressive. And in that gas station scene you were talking about, why he where they, they, they attack? I there is uh there's two moments in that scene that really stand out for me. They're really like just awesomely stylized, and it's when the gas. Uh, <laughs> When the gasoline goes down, the guy blows up, and you see the flame going back right to the gas yeah. station, yeah. and then it cuts as Light the flame shot. is going up to these to this aerial. No, to these weird shots of uh, Melanie Daniels, of Tippi Hedren's character, and she's looking at the flame go up, and yeah. she is frozen in time. Every and it's just a close up of her, oh and everyone God. else is moving around her in normal speed, and she's just frozen, yeah. and it keeps cutting back to her, and it's yeah. this very like it's like a they're like comic book frames. No, no, yeah, it, lo- it yeah. looked it looked like that's a day Hitchcock didn't go on set, and they're like, "What the fuck did his storyboard look like?" Because that motherfucker would storyboard the whole thing shot it's by shot. Interesting. And they literally just shot enough of this to cut to this, enough of this to cut to this, enough of this to cut to that. Literally, that's just how it feels. No, it feels purposely done. I think, man, it doesn't. No, feel no, like that's it's... what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. It's just like, all right, now I just need you to act like. You're going to follow it to one quarter way, now halfway, now okay. three quarters, now full way. Now yeah. go, ah! And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and they just cut back and forth through the whole thing from there. You oh, know? Man. But, dude, that whole scene, like the chaos, the, the, he created a fucking amazing atmosphere of chaos because oh, sure. everyone was inside the restaurant. And before you know it, everyone's outside. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, she's in, the, in this fucking booth. And they're like, dude, the guy that comes up to her and he's bleeding and all that stuff. And then she goes over that side and then a fucking bird comes straight up and just flies. But in between all that stuff, you're like the firefighters are there. And, you know, one of them, like the host slips out of their hand and like doing a cartwheel above him. Yeah, yeah, and like, man. dude, it was beautiful. Like, the, like the fucking car coming there, doing a hightail in. Like, there's a horse the with a cars. buggy coming through. Like, yeah, wait, what the fuck? Just insane yeah. shit. It's like, hey, man, so throw much as much stuff. chaos as you can. Dude, the whole good. time it I was worked. like, she's it gonna worked. get run over by one of these fucking things. Like, <laughs> seriously. But it's great because like it finally ends. It finally ends, and you like you feel relief because she like goes inside, but then you have like the whole town waiting to condemn her. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, there's a um, lot of those of those kinds of setups where it's things are like they seem calm for a second and then it just fucking explodes. Like bef- when when the gas had just exploded and they do that aerial shot. Like yeah, I, I just, love that aerial shot. There was like what five eight seconds or something before the birds come in, where I was just like, "Wow, this is a really cool shot." Like, yeah, we got a helicopter that looks really. Good. And then the the fucking birds just start coming in, and I'm like, <laughs> "Of course oh, they do." But, well, it, it makes sense though, you know. It draw it drew them in, you know. And, and that's another thing. Wait, so was that good, a helicopter? Man. That was a fixed shot. That shot didn't move. That was a. It's a shot that they they got up on a mountain, and it's the Universal parking lot uh, in the back lot. Oh, okay. And they wipe they. They took the the frame where they were gonna like put the painting, the matte painting over the glass, yeah, right, yeah. Over the lens, and they wiped whited out all the areas that the fire trucks and everyone else could go, and they shot it, and it it's matches. Amazing. It's, yeah, yeah. It's great. brilliant. It's a yeah. great, it's a great shot. Whose perspective though is that supposed to be? God, the birds. The, oh, it's the, the birds. birds honestly, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's that. Is it the birds? Because bird. it, it could be the birds, right? But then the birds come into the shot, and then whose shot is it well, then? It's the audience it's, perspective. Bro, from God's what? perspective. <laughs> 
I, yeah, I mean, like, well, it, it could be the bird shot, right? Like, if you if you don't see the birds in it, it's like a that, typical shark jaws POV, right? Brian, that kind of questioning would lead to that shot never existing in it. Yeah, you're just like, like you're just yeah. like you're just like wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a you minute. Have to who's, justify whose perspective who's shot, this whose shot perspective is. is this shot from? It's like, like bro, this is a cool shot. It sets up the whole thing, and then the birds come in. I think it's kind of a cool yeah. little beat. But like, whose shot is it? Though? It's more than but just. I, I, it's more than just a cool <laughs> shot. It's it's a storytelling shot. It's, it's it, a yeah, no doubt. It's, it sets it all up. But it, yeah, but a storytelling shot doesn't need a particular. So it's an establishing for shot. It to, for it to so be who's sensible? Well, I think that's who's, important. Whose perspective is an establishing shot? What do you mean? It's an establishing like start, shot. Start, start, start of a scene, though, when we just cut out. But this is an establishing shot. This is a point of view from up top, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's establishing that how estab- widespread the damage is. Like, the, yeah. this isn't just, like, one little thing. This is, like, the town. Yeah, yeah. it's and just also, showing the that scope. That fire with the line looks like a dick. So uh, <laughs> I just want to show a dick on frame. Yeah. I, think, I think what I'm getting at here is that, like, I, I, we never get a reason for why these birds attack. And it does so And why do you need a reason for this shot? Well, okay. it, because it, it, it gives you a very like it's Hitchcock. Damn it! Is is this God? Is this is this Mother Nature? Is this is this some it's kind of environmental thing? You know, it, it Wait, does what, add what, some what do you, kind of weight. What, what do you guys think it is? It's global warming. Yeah, like obviously. seriously, that, that's it a could burning be. question for me. I mean, you what, what do you think the, the birds? It? Yeah. Like, what do you think the cause of all the birds yeah. going crazy? Yeah. Like, what, what's everyone's fucking thought on it? I have none. I'm like, what the fuck? I need. I to was know. like, kind cool of know shot. where the inspiration came from, <laughs> but that's it. So I, I, yeah. Okay. So yes, it was a book. It was a book written in 1954. However, and that's what it's based on. However, in 1961, there was a small town in California, Monterey mm. Bay where this kind of happened, like it seemed like the birds were attacking and they were, it was just like raining down birds and they just were like falling out of the sky. They all kind of gathered. And so Hitchcock, while it was based on the book, he studied that event. I don't know how soon after this was discovered, but the gulls ate some toxic algae. So actually it could be some sort of global. Oh, Oh, yeah, wait, it's connected to the housing boom in California. Okay, so it's pollution. So the gulls ate some toxic <laughs> there algae, it is, there it is. and it caused them to have seizures. It caused them to be very disoriented, and it caused them to die. And so you can actually look up pictures from this of the just like raining birds in this like small California town. And so wow. that is he got. That's where he got a lot of it from. But yes, it was based also on a book. But no, they don't explain any of that shit in the fucking movie. I don't that's think it's no, supposed to be They don't need to. They don't need to. It's what Hitchcock I calls that. No, Hitchcock calls that a MacGuffin. That's what a MacGuffin is. It's the things I that. I know what a fucking MacGuffin is, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, oh, don't you fucking tell me what a yeah. MacGuffin is, motherfucker. You already know that I know. Says the person that just asked the question. <laughs> no, I said, why make a fucking movie about a killer bird and not explain why the fuck it doesn't kill? Like, Dude, you don't oh, need do you a know why the sh- on everything. Do you know why the shark in Jaws goes around and starts eating people? Uh, pff, yeah, no. motherfucker's hungry. He just okay, well, then birds actually, are hungry. Yeah. Here's the other thing. No, they were egg I don't it's an egg think MacGuffin. they do this in 1960, whatever they made this movie in. But we know now that actually crows can remember human faces, and crows will coordinate attacks if you're mean to them. Because they'll, they'll remember your face wow. and they'll tell all their little friends. This has been studied over years. Um, so... I mean that's perfectly plausible. I don't think they had they um, they didn't know that then. Um, also, and, seagulls can't do that, but crows okay. definitely can. And Jon Snow still knows nothing. <laughs> know nothing, Jon Snow. That, that is why they use crows in that that school uh, yard sequence because they could train them so well. Mm. And so maybe I mean maybe it is Melanie. Huge. 
Maybe they just don't like her. None of you guys did, so I mean, it's very possible. I don't. No, no, I, 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 don't like I, no, I hate no. both of them. They're both. Oh, oh, they're both smug. Okay. I just don't it's, like it's, them. It's an equal opportunity hate. Yeah, I, just I don't, I don't think love. she was right <laughs> for the role, but I don't. Yeah, I don't hate her. I don't think she was right for the role. The only thing is, also like. Yo, you've been in the same outfit for like three fucking days. Like hey, that girl should stink as hell right now. And this guy's like <laughs> all over it. She's been running around. A quick, yeah. First of all, she wasn't planning to stay for that long. But also, I just wanted to point out very quickly that is almost identical to the green dress that Grace Kelly wore in Rear Window. Um, Edith had did the costumes again. The only yep. difference is that in this one, um, that, that it's a green dress. Whereas, and it's made out of wool, whereas in Rear Window, um, she made the skirt and the top separate and made a white top. The, 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 the white top is totally different, but it's the same jacket and the same skirt and she made it out of silk. So it looks very different also when they're walking around and moving, if you want to compare the two scenes, because silk moves so much differently and it makes Grace Kelly look so much more like grace cully whereas whereas this one is like very stiff and very hard to move in and i think it I, it has to be done because it's california coast it's cold like you know mitch is wearing his fisherman sweater and he has like a wool suit like they're all wearing wool but um yeah yeah it, it, and they also make a point to show their their like perfectly manicured nails and stuff and then at the end when everything's all destroyed and you know, all their clothes are tattered and nails are down. And all Did that. you notice the bird chewing on Tippy's fingers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Talk about the attic scene? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When she's getting attacked. Yeah, well, so why like couldn't she get through that licking. door? Like, like, were there so many birds she just couldn't yeah. open that door again? Yeah, it was, was, you know, it was, I was just like, like, get out of the door! Just open the door! Birds, you know, she's like, <laughs> oh, dude. I can't do it, I can't, I don't know where I'm going, I can't see anything. Because she even, she calls out for Kathy and she left her downstairs asleep so yeah but damn open the door <laughs> man that whole scene i was th- i was just thinking like does no one have a fucking bat in this house like just <laughs> oh man wailing on some shit just... dude and, and the end they just get in the, in the vehicle and drive off that was i was thinking the entire movie i was like just get in the car and drive drive away <laughs> i right. liked was it was it the radio that, that they were time? like <laughs> right yeah. still it, though it, just go they were like we're thinking about calling in the military like what do you guys do it's birds <laughs> they're gonna just they're gonna s- lots of lots of bullets and gonna set the trees on fire let <laughs> <laughs> them smell Burn napalm down, in the smirk, morning baby they uh in the short story they they do mention the short story is very different but it, it takes place with some farmers and, and it's like a couple nights and it's like the whole world gets attacked by birds and they actually call in the army and all the planes i guess the gulls like the seagulls attack them, and they all get wow. The whole air force gets brought to the ground. Oh, from birds, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that—that's not just like a limited thing from back then. Like that still can be a problem even in modern day. I know, and we can I, only have one scully, so you know. I mean, but I, 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 <laughs> I only think one that, that can fly with birds. <laughs> the, but how long does it take for birds to reproduce? I think that if they all attacked, we seven it, minutes. It, it, we, we, we would get fucked up pretty quickly. But like, I think we could get control of it man some, i don't know somehow. about that I, I think they're like <laughs> i think they're like wild pigs man and like a, a, a pig can like drop you know yeah. four litters a year 
Like, yeah, no doubt. As soon as they're like six months old, I think birds are the same way. So. Oh, man. Birds are mean. Are more, so. I mean, birds I, are mean. Look, I've never been attacked by a bird, and <laughs> hopefully I never will. But my cat gets attacked by birds sometimes, and he goes outside, and they all coordinate efforts, and they like literally attack him. <laughs> they dive like, bomb, yeah. What does your cat do to these yeah. birds? Yeah, yeah, the cat's a predator in this situation. I'm not feeling bad. <laughs> I understand that. I didn't say they were bombs. I'm not trying to shoot them. Like, I get it. I get it. However, <laughs> but oh man, that final scene where he's like slowly trying to walk to the birds and they just yeah. kind of shuttle and he's nice just tension. like, dude, that was that was so tense. I love that that yeah. last crow on the uh, the banister, the, the steps that bites his hand. <laughs> yeah, he's just oh, yeah, like, dude, I love that so much. He's like, ah, damn it, you know. <laughs> was that the crow that uh, hated him the whole time? Because apparently he was yeah. like, yeah, that, that one crow hates me and I hate him. We have an yeah. understanding. <laughs> Wait, do you i mean do you know how many like obviously live birds were used for part of it but like how like how many birds were there like what did how did they do that that was i'm kind of were well, there's many birds as uh, there were snakes in uh indiana jones <laughs> did they did they match uh <laughs> no because they had they had a hard time but like finding the birds and like there weren't like big bird wranglers like uh like bird wranglers would keep like you know four or five birds and that's what they would train. How many birds? Exactly. <laughs> so uh, if you look in a lot of the shots, a lot of the birds are just like standing still or they're just in a spot. And those are just foam birds or like cardboard cutouts. And then they'll put yeah. real birds or real crows in there. And it sells so, the effect. I think. So the, well. the ones in the sure. distance, like when they're going up to the school and you can see them on the top of the school, uh, up way up on the vaults, you actually see one of the birds move. And it totally sells the shot. And I'm that's sitting there thinking, yeah, that's all you is there somebody just there over so that many little times. hill? Like, just holding so that one little bird? Like, like just... you know, move, motherfucker, move. Oh, yeah, okay, so move, funny story move. about the birds on the roof. <laughs> they were weighted down with magnets. What, Interesting. This, uh, what was it? It was the director. What? The assistant director or somebody on set had this great idea. It was like, oh, we'll, put, we'll tie magnets to we'll the birds. Staples. You know, and we'll, we'll that way they'll like magnet to the idea. roof. It'll be it'll be fine. <laughs> well, all the birds just when they pissed tried, off birds, yeah, when they tried to fly away, they could go stuck to each other. Yeah, and they would just fall, and they would just hang off the roof, so they would have to go back up there and put them up. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> They're just like, damn it, <laughs> damn mishaps, man. Yeah. I mean, was, was yeah. Peter around back then? Not really not. not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the PETA rules were at this time. It would be hilarious if a PETA rep went up there, having a bucket of chicken in their hands, going, "Well, I, I got to make sure no birds are harmed." Yeah. Uh, making this thing. It was a different time for PETA. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. When did Charge of Light Brigade come out? It was in the 50s. A bunch of horses died. That's what changed all the. Uh, uh, rules for the humane society and stuff you can fuck with birds but you know that's that's okay you start fucking with horses it's just gonna change <laughs> dogs listen, dogs and listen horses, wild horses man. can't be broken whales and dolphins can't touch <laughs> they keep those. dragging me away i'll tell you <laughs> i'm done here oh no what uh, what is what is happening <laughs> i i love there's a line that i wrote down that i just thought was funny it's like it's like when uh she goes back to the uh teacher's house you know, after she's already made the lie that that she knows her and she's going to go stay with her or whatever. And they're just kind of standing on the porch and they're looking up and she goes, do they ever stop migrating? <laughs> no, they <laughs> never. They're just in a, oh. a constant migrate. <laughs> Birds these days. Oh, God. That's my... look up, they're flying over. <laughs> That's my least favorite of the match shots, too. Oh, oh man. yeah. That, that one seems kind of yeah. sloppy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. It works. Yeah. All right. So I found the uh, thing I was looking for. Apparently, Hitch on uh, the Dick Cavett show in 1968 said that 3,200 real birds were trained for this movie. Damn. Wow. He said the ravens were the, the most clever, the seagulls were the most vicious. I bet. That's interesting. 3,200 birds on set. Seagulls are huge, too. They're they are, man. Birds. They, get, they that, get real big. Yeah. That set must have smelled like shit. <laughs> Mostly because she wasn't changing clothes, right? Well, he, I mean, yeah, he's wearing yeah. a fucking wool suit, walking around in the fucking sun for three fucking days. Dude, that girl stank, man. There's no fucking way on the planet. Uh, that's why on. they wanted to hold kill on. her. They're like, get out of that fucking suit. Hey, that's will, what happens when you're a stalker just... and you drive across the fucking country to go find a dude. Like that astronaut lady met. wearing a diaper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Hell yeah. Remember I'm going to defend slightly. <laughs> I can't Fuck believe you. I'm defending this crazy. But, but I will say, I will say wool absorbs odors. So she probably didn't smell as bad as you think she did. But when she got the blood all over the wool suit, like that, oh, yeah. that probably, that was, that was it. Oh, yeah. And I'm, and I'm sure after a while, the, the odor that the wool observed is going to start smelling the wool itself. So it's all well, good. Because you're not One way or actually... another, something is going to stink. I'm just saying. <laughs> that lady hasn't showered in three days. Man, yeah, Her they're, hair's they're, up in a bun while that. she's you running. She may have t- she may have taken a tub and then like just hung her clothes out the window to to like air out or whatever. Quite possible. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. He would have. She's got some Chanel number that. five. He would have showed all that. Because he would have been like, Ugh, that's what look good on Kim. Because you know he he dude, bro, he's rocking that little like bandana around his neck all tight and shit. Like you know they they they've got perfume and stuff. <laughs> you know he's wearing cologne. If he's wearing that fucking like tight ass damn thing around his neck, he's definitely wearing cologne. <laughs> I did want to talk real quick about uh, costumes because we talked about um, last episode about uh, the green and oh the color yeah exactly yeah. <clears throat> well this time the green outfit is it's completely green there's no white I know we talked about the wool and why that would be why do they put her in all green why is she in all green from head to toe so I I kind of thought about that a little bit and I thought it was really interesting because she switches to green similar to the other two women in rear window when she is going to Mitch's house, when she's doing her crazy love mission to find him, she Mm. switches to green. And so it's kind of very similar to that. And one of the things that I was really curious about was why that color green, because it's such an ugly color. Uh, Mm. But I think towards the end, when you get the blood on it, like it wouldn't work if it was a different shade of green. Um, The other thing as contrasted with yeah the, it would have been as contrasted and i think the blood huh. like it looked more red because it was such a muted like green whereas if you had like a bolder green it would just kind of look like brown and yeah that's true that's it, a good point it, it wouldn't really play it wouldn't really read as well so i think that color uh i think i don't know but i think that worked really well for the blood i also noticed that a lot of the townspeople were in yellow uh yeah. and uh annie the teacher the school teacher mm-hmm. was in black and red which yeah, she's i always dark really liked that it looks so good on her mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. it played really well because she's a little crazy so black and red seemed to work out i like how done up she was even though she was out working in the garden yeah she just had one little thing of dirt right here you know, like, her nails oh, yeah, are all perfect really in her hair hard. and her eyelashes like, like, she's like you're perfect. perfectly blown because, on hair you've been in the garden look, okay you can be glamorous <laughs> While you're gardening, you can be glamorous. <laughs> while you're rowing your boat, like yeah. 
we don't have to like look bad, okay? Like we can look good all the time. I don't know what you guys are used so, to. That's a good inspiration. Yeah, Jared. Yeah, right. 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 While you're painting yeah. your house outside. Um, Every dude, Zoom no, call, can, you should have can, a can suit on about, top. Like, the regardless super, of what's on the bottom. Super uh, theater bad makeup on the mom with the wig and the gray hair. It doesn't work. Like, the makeup <laughs> was super bad. I don't think that was a wig, bro. Or whatever the fuck powder. They that looked like Jessica Candy's hair, like man. That. I mean, it looked like the yeah, same yeah. damn hair she had in Driving Miss Daisy. Dude, nah, I'm telling you, man. I don't know. Go look at it one more time and look at pictures of her character. Dude, it looks like stage makeup, man. It is so bad. It really is. Maybe they're trying to make her look younger, but I don't know. No, I think we're they're gonna trying fill to make these her cracks look in. older. You think they were trying to make her look older? She's kind of old, Yeah, man. man. Dude. I thought she no. I think she, they were trying to make it look older because I remember like being surprised that that was she had a daughter that young in school. Yeah, I think yeah. And maybe they're trying to say like make her look older, like because of the stress with her husband dying and Mitch abandoning her with every new fling or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. It <laughs> it definitely threw me off to the point that I I immediately looked up all the uh, their ages just to make sure like is this chick even old enough to be not just his dad his mom but also her mom and she's yeah. apparently she was like fifty three fifty five he was uh thirty two I think and this little girl was like eleven or something like that so that little the, girl the is age... Veronica Cartwright yeah who's that. Uh, she's Lambert from Alien. She's also the last survivor in Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 70s one, when, when Donald Sutherland starts pointing and yelling, going, ah. She's the one that's screaming with cry face. She's, like, known for her cry face. I mean, she, when she cries, oh. it's beautiful, ugly, like you've never seen. She had a really great cry face. ugly cry. All that to say, yeah, the mom is definitely old enough to be both of their parents, but young enough to be both of their parents. I, yeah, I didn't. She was fifty-four. She was no, way does. older than fifty-four. I thought. You're spitting some yeah. verse. It, when the when the movie was made, she was she was fifty-three, fifty-five, something like that. Yeah, I thought she was way older. I do like her scene when her and the uh, the school teacher they're at the party, and you see like Mitch and uh, Melanie. They come down the hill after they had that really terrible talk, where she's like, "Oh, my mom abandoned us. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry." Oh, hey, let's go down. Uh, <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool, 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 cool. But I, I do, I do like when the the school teacher and the mom like both see them, and you can see both of them watching them. You see both of their jealousies mm-hmm. and insecurities. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's such a great movie. I don't know why you guys don't like it. It's wonderful. <laughs> and then the birds attacked, and then the way he went to rescue that little girl was hilarious. The way he, like, <laughs> oh, dude, that was that great. Bird. He's like, that was oh, great. Fuck you, bitch. She like carries this little girl. He just like throws her on his fucking shoulders. Like she's like fucking dumbbells. With with as many times as they get run through like giant clouds of birds, I just think they should have been more fucked up, like with scratches and gouges. Nobody got their eyes ripped out, right? Yeah, I know. And then like, fuck, man, if you got like fifty birds on you, uh, well, one person had their eyes gouged out. Yeah, there's not even yeah, the little girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. There would be bird shit. Her, uh, like, her, uh, her glasses poop. were broken where she would have gotten her eyes gouged out had she not yeah, had the glasses. Yeah, I love that. They, they, showed, they showed the broken glasses. Yeah, I was like, oh, and, shit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see eyes popped. I need to see beaks in eye holes, guys. That's what I need. Yeah. 
That's why we got birds too. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. The Lance. <laughs> God damn it, Jared. <laughs> did you did you guys have you guys ever seen the the sequel to the Lance birds? In. I didn't watch it because but you you sent you sent no. you sent us the uh the cover and uh it looks I feel great. Like I've look, seen it like parts of it on TV like forever just as good ago. As this one. Man, let me tell you what. Yeah. When I was a preteen, I couldn't finish it on television. That's how bad it was. It was too scary. No, it was just but so that, terrible. That is you. That, that is you, Brian. You're very opinionated, 12-year-old. <laughs> Man, I would watch anything then, you know? Like, I would sit through any piece of garbage to the end. That was one movie I just, eh, you know what? Uh, Except just for didn't, birds didn't do it. Well, it was one of those directed video came films. back. <laughs> or made-for-TV movies. Anybody got anything else? I don't think so, Brian. Uh, all right. Are we at ratings? Who's going first? Ah, uh, fuck it. I'll open up. Oh, that's I'm, right. I'm giving, I'm giving this a four, man. A four? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Look, man, it's got I'm some sorry, bad things, man. but a four? Yeah, dude, it's just not my cup of tea, man. Uh, and it's just like, okay. especially, I mean, just standalone on its own, dialogue. Okay, I'll bump it up to five, but like, Okay, there dialogue, we go. There we go. Mediocre. Dialogue <laughs> and <laughs> storyline and, uh. Scene setups and I, I don't know, man. It's just uh, it, it is what it is. Like the only thing that makes it cool is the you know the shit we talked about that made it cool, but it's not enough for me. Like I'm good. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch this film ever again. Like I don't care if someone <laughs> wants to pay me money. I'm good. It was a rough one, man. If someone would pay you money, you would not watch it again. Not really. No. Come on, Wahid. I'll watch it. Why would I waste my paid. time? I'll go watch Vertical. No, I'll be like, bro, times, bro, you know? we're getting paid. Nah. Let's drink some whiskey and watch this thing. Uh, we can make fun I of know, it. man. I'd, I'd watch Vertigo more. If anybody out there wants to pay well, me to watch coming. the birds, I will totally take you up on your offer. <laughs> me I'll too, man. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take you up on that, too. Absolutely. And hell, we'll, we'll hey, live stream watching with you. to the movie crew. <laughs> to a watch party uh, on Netflix. <laughs> you can, we can text with each other and stuff, and I'll tell you all my dreams. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I know. It's, I'm, I'm hovering between four and five. It's not definitive. Um Okay. Outside of that, so you 4. know, four point five then. Ah, uh, four. Okay, there you go. Four point five, man. Feel I, more I don't comfortable know. there. It's just I didn't, I didn't love it. Uh, like this is my fifth time viewing it, and this is the first time where I watched it to where I watched it for myself, not like oh, let me watch it to fit in with all the cool movie nerds and shit like that. And it's just like I feel comfortable and confident enough in my <laughs> decision and my words now to say fuck this film. I'm good. Like I'm, I'm okay. I don't need to watch it again ever. That's good. Mike, That's good. Good yeah. for you. We're proud of you, Ahid. We're proud Done of you. It. Yeah. There you go. You know, if I it takes you. five times for you to watch a movie to decide you actually didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it my shot, man. This movie was I terrible. I, I think, I think everyone that says I times. like this film is just trying to fucking fit in with everyone. Who goes Alfred Hitchcock can do it all wrong. Okay, it's like, well, he's a human, you know. Well, well Wahid, I, I'm, I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, and that's because I do think that it is entertaining at times, and I really appreciate what they did. And you know, as far as the filmmaking aspect of it, the technical filmmaking side, uh, the acting's not great. It, there's some pretty shots. Uh, there's some really cool shit. You know, the, there's nice bird attacks. I like I like the biting of the fingers, and I don't know. It's a fun movie for its time. Right, it's not my next. top Hitchcock movie. <laughs> it's definitely at the lower end of the four I've seen. Uh, I'll give it a, a 7.5. Uh, I feel like, so watching it for the first time, um, it was, there were some intense moments where I was like on the edge of my seat, like leaning forward, like giving a shit about the characters and, and like feeling the dread that was 
all the buildup. Um, I feel like all, all the things that Alfred Hitchcock is supposed to have done well, he did really well in this movie. And maybe some of the, the characterizations didn't quite work for me. Maybe some of the, the acting didn't land for me, but over, overall, um, it, it was, I won't call it terrifying, but it was, it was <laughs> thrilling and, and at moments, uh, quite suspenseful for sure. Chris, you want to go next? Or you want to go last? Uh, I'll go next, I guess. Uh, I thought it was, I, I'll give it an eight. I think it's funny. I think it's suspenseful. I think it's creepy. I think a lot of it's beautifully shot. Uh, I love a lot of the action chaos scenes. I would cut some of them a little short, but that's, you know, there, there are a couple of things I think could be tweaked, uh, could be tightened up here and there. I think, I think, uh, you know, but overall I, I really enjoy it. And I think, like I said, I watch it and around Halloween every year. I, I think it's fun. It's just a fun movie. And I love all the birds. They're great. 30, all 3,200 of them. <laughs> All right. Uh, before I go into my reading, I, I, I do want to preface this with uh, just the first 45 minutes of this movie is kind of garbage. OK, I'm just going to go ahead and get that out of the way. I just it's it's a dumpster fire of just dog shit. I, I'm going to blame the screenwriter <laughs> like there is no fucking like Grace Kelly could not fucking make this Melanie Daniels character fucking likable. She's just not a likable person. Oh, no, Brian. No, Mitch fucking not i don't think jimmy stewart could make that motherfucker likable he's just not Jimmy Stewart's pretty awful though he's just not, he's just not <laughs> a likable person i just i don't i don't like these characters i don't like how information is delved out and when i went back and watched it a second time all these weird looks like mitch's neighbor when melanie's trying to drop off these lovebirds oh that, man. that just like am I, he's like am I, is everybody Wait, in san francisco horny or do they realize that she's a famous per, like the famous daughter of some newspaper person I think that's it. I guess she got naked. She got naked and was in a in a fountain, bro. Everybody's like, "Oh, that's that crazy bitch that was na- naked in the fountain. She's right there." And you Do watch it the first time. You fountain, real quick, just make one. Yeah, you don't know that, you know. And it's, it just reads weird, yeah. and the the pace is slow. And Hitchcock, like, I know what he's doing. He's trying to like, he, he he's given a slow pace in this beginning, so when the birds hit and the, the attack hits, it means something. And I understand that. And that is technically. If you think about it and write it down on a piece of paper, that's correct. But when you're watching it in this fucking movie, man, it just – like <laughs> we spend the five fucking minutes with this fucking storekeeper so we can get one piece of information, and that's that the motherfucker lives across the bay. Like, and, 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 and it introduces us to the school teacher, but – No, which he, is really he sets us on our way to the sco- school yeah, teacher yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, he yeah. can't fucking even give her the other piece of inf- information that she wants, the fucking girl's name. Like what fucking good which was that dude? he shouldn't be giving out anyways. Very it's weird. That, it's yeah, that yeah. town. This is a Alice. town it's of Alice. fucking weirdos. Alice, they're all you know? they're all creepy. Okay, <laughs> they're all very look, strange. This isn't a normal <laughs> town. You're not in a normal town. <laughs> okay, look. That being said, that first hour is garbage. That's the second hour. It almost completely makes up for every single fucking fault that is in the first hour. It is exciting. It's thrilling. All the shots work. The editing is fucking kinetic and fast-paced. And god damn it, they even make that attic scene when Melanie walks up in there. They try to do the, the psycho shower scene again with fucking birds. Yeah. And yeah. god damn it, it, it almost fucking works. It, it, it almost works. It, it's it great. It comes close. I mean, yeah. It, there are these moments like the crows gathering outside the school. There's moments of greatness here. There's things that fucking filmmakers have ripped off time and time again. These are nuggets of cinematic masterpieces. And it's just covered in a film that's just kind of okay. 
because the whole thing doesn't work. And this is why pacing and character motivation is so important when we talk about this stuff. And Hitchcock always likes to put so much preparation, but I think he was so worried about being successful after Psycho that when he got to this, it was just kind of... And so I guess that being said, I am going to give it an 8. Maybe a 7.5. 7.58, somewhere around that ballpark. Damn, you guys are generous and nice with your shit. <laughs> Dude, this has got some masterful stuff in there. Like, if you, does. if you have a scene in a movie that filmmakers rip off time and time again, you get at least a 5.5 in my book. Man, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, one way or another, there's, there's it, it so seems much worth great watching. Stuff. There's so much great stuff in it. I understand, I, the, the kind of, from listening it. to you guys, that I guess there are parts that aren't maybe up to par. Or maybe. But... But there's so much wonderful stuff. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I mean, the low score. I mean, it's totally fine. And I appreciate it. And I am proud of you for stepping up and, and disagreeing. And good Fuck yeah, I'm standing up for the masses <laughs> that are saying, fuck the birds. I am the silent majority, okay? You're the four people. The four- I mean, look, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> spend some time. If you want to watch it, watch it. It'll take you a week, you know. Just fucking oh, let God it play damn. in the background while you're cooking. You don't really have to pay attention to it. It's oh, okay, the actually, the day, that's a good question, though. Do you think it was worth having watched? The first time? One time, yeah. But uh, outside yeah. of that, you're I was totally say, worth watching. Just I think it's not something that you need to have on in the background. Time. You have to pay attention to it because – I agree. I watch movies twice usually because the, uh, I usually am like knitting or cross-stitching or doing something. And so especially for Hitchcock movies, there's so much that I miss. And so when things get really quiet, I always have to rewind and stop what I'm doing right. and pay very close attention. I don't, I mean, no, I, I wouldn't recommend having this on in the background at all. I don't know, man. I, 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 I mean, my experience, you can take a five-minute nap, and when you wake up, they're still having the same conversation. You're good. You're that, not going to That miss also works out. while he... Uh, <laughs> it's okay. You can do that for the first Stop hour. trying to justify not, bad, not, bad, It depends bad, on what you're trying to get work. out of the film. Not the and second what, hour, like, you know. yeah. I think the second hour yeah. is, is taught... It, it, it's a nice thriller. Second hour, you're awake. You're awake second the hour. The second time through the first hour was better than the first watch through. Yeah, because you know about her character. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the screenwriting sucks, bro. I'm telling you, the screenwriting sucks. They delved out information incorrectly at wrong points in time. Hey, I'm sorry. That's not just the screenwriting, man. That's, no, that's uh, the there, screenwriter, bro. That is 100% no. the screenwriter. That motherfucker could have written scenes that delved stop, out stop, information stop, in better stop. orders. Stop, stop. Brian, how stop. many times do we fucking go like, oh, my God, that's a fantastic director. Look how he brought it together and he, he brought the scene, out, like made it masterful. That's at the end of the day, that's a director function. I don't give a fuck what anyone wrote it. If it ends up on screen and we end up watching it, we end up talking about it. That's a choice a director made to end up on that screen. And so these character developments or whatever, dude, that's why fucking James Cameron is brilliant. He's a nightmare for writers to work with. No, okay, like, that's different. Bitch, because, rewrite that. No, okay. Rewrite it. James it Cameron's sucks. a co-writer on his scripts. Alfred Hitchcock is not. Alfred Hitchcock's a director. He works with the screenwriters, but he has never taken a co-writing credit ever on any of his screenplays. But you're saying that he doesn't he doesn't have an opinion on the way yeah. a story what should go? He he does. Does. He yeah, he's, very much he's, he's hiring a writer. So, so what right? I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like he's working with what's given. You know what I mean? Okay, like no, he can what? Di- no, no, he's Alfred Hitchcock. You don't work with what's fucking giving, dude. You, you you've, he's or done it before. Where he dictated. Works. And he did said, you miss in the, the, in, the in the in the podcast where I said that the motherfucker like made like one or two films every fucking year? All right, yeah. who does that right now? Uh, today, nobody. You know why? Because. 
Woody well, Allen does it not, not in the last ten Man. years, brother. Nope. Well, no, he did bro. for a really long time though. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah but I think he took. Yeah. He put out movies constantly. Yeah. yeah more... Don't say who. There's multiple people. It's not just him. Lancaster did that for a little while. There's some. Yeah. That Lancaster is in his day, yeah. bro. Uh, Woody Allen. Uh, he still doesn't put out like uh, not in Alfred Hitchcock. Not in his day, bro. Like not John Ford. This is a different school of filmmaking, man. Where you're like, tr- like. You listen to these screenwriters and they talk, and it's like he's working on the uh, on a script while he's making another movie. So, like, what he's working on in the man knew who knew too much that's going to end up as vertigo, like four or five years later. You know what I mean? So he's he's given piecemeal instructions to a writer, and he's not dictating complete. He's still hiring somebody for their fucking ideas, man. You know what I mean? Like the writer has some input. I get it, but he gets final say. He does. That's. Every director. That's why we uh, yeah. give directors so shit final, when a movie The final sucks. blame goes on the f- – yep, the final blame goes on. So you just fucking validated no, my point. No, because the direction <laughs> in the movie is good, Waheed. The direction in the film is is awesome. What were we talking about? We were talking about the shots. We were talking about the blocking, okay? What is bad here is the screenwriting. I don't think any actor – I just said I don't think Grace Kelly could, could perform Tippi Hedren's role because of the writing. I don't think it's an acting thing. I think it's a – these are shitty fucking lines. And, yeah, maybe Hitchcock should have come in there and been like, well, this sucks. But he's not a fucking writer. What's he going to do? Fire him and hire a different guy? Like, how many times are you going to yeah. do that? Like like every big director has done in the fucking world. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do think Grace Kelly would have been better in the role. I mean – I agree. Uh, yeah. I can see, yeah. 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 But it, it still would not have been like, you know, great Grace Kelly. It would have been like, yeah, yeah you would, know, uh, she, she's uh, doing okay. She she was the smart one. <laughs> she sat this one out. She she bowed she said, down I'm a good. little bit. I'm good. She was already a princess. Uh, yep. Are we done here? I think so. Probably. All right. You guys have been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. You want to get in touch with us? You can do so by sending us an email to the Movie Crew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew crew spelled C R E W E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can the audience follow you, a good man? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callant, and on Apple Podcasts with my other podcast, Torror Stories. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Mike, where can they follow you? I'm on Twitter and the Instagrams at Griggsy Media, G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Wahid? W.A. Films. And Kristen, if they want to follow you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits, and I guess we're going to close out the show tonight with the opening credit, Bird Noises, because there's no fucking score. (laughs) (laughs) Hail birds! I was like, you're just going to, like, put a two-minute tone of silence. Yeah, is this going to be another quiet podcast? Is this going to be just nothing but squawks? It's just going to be flapping noises. Wow, this is going to be a weird one. But Bernard Herman was a sound consultant on this, so there you go. (laughs) 